Did you inherit $1 million from your grandparent, or are you about to become wealthy from someone else's hard work? If you say yes to these questions, this show is not for you. You, the hardworking, committed, and ambitious professional who have a 9-to-5 corporate job or a 12-hour shift worker keeping the assembly line running. Perhaps you run your gig as a freelancer, or maybe you run a small business. You are in the right place. Welcome to the Career Evangelist Podcast, where you get your weekly tips, ideas, strategies, and inspiration to find purpose in what you do so you can build a career you are passionate about and live a fulfilled life. Here is your host, Bola Alabi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Career Evangelist Podcast. And Today, we have a special guest with us. We have Antonio. Uh, Antonio is my guest today, Antonio Garrido. He's a leadership expert, executive coach, author, and speaker. Today, we are going to be talking about leadership and everything in between. If you are a parent, you are a leader. So we'll talk about self-development and everything to make you better in what nice. you so without keeping you guys waiting any further, I'll bring in my guest, Antonio. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for for uh, for, the, for the lovely introduction and the very kind invitation. Um, there's a lot of things we're going to cover. How long are we on for? Three or four days? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can we'll see what we can achieve in the time that we have. It's awesome. So I'm so glad to have you here, and I know my audience they will uh, enjoy this uh, podcast because most of them they want to learn how to develop their leadership so uh why don't you start by introducing yourself to us uh, to the community so that we can know who antonio is and uh, why you are here today and i also want you to tell uh, our listeners what they can learn from this conversation Oh, gosh. Well, hey, listen, my history is probably more interesting to me than anybody else. So I'll, I'll make it short. Um, I originally, when I originally left university, <clears throat> I was an architect. I was an architect for a little while, found myself by luck rather than judgment, uh, eventually running uh, some organizations, large organizations, and uh, did a second degree in uh, strategic business management and so on. And, and so fortunate to find myself working for and reporting to some world-class leaders, right? So that was entirely, that was coincidental. I, I wish I could claim any credit for having designed that, but that's just not the case. And so... My first introduction to leadership was at quite an early stage in my career when, for political reasons more than anything else, I found myself in leadership positions of some large, rather large organizations to the extent that I ended up running what you might think of are for uh, like Fortune 60 companies with thousands of employees and billions in revenue and so on. But Anyway, I digress. So I started learning about leadership, uh, not in university, but through the relationship 
I had with uh, with my boss and the other kind of people at the C-suite level in the organizations that were quite um, uh, inspired at the time to recognize that it's important to develop leaders and develop people. So, so really, really lucky. I then had in my series of jobs, when I went from one role to the next role, one organization to the next organization, again, Bola just found myself working for immense leaders who each have all taught me something. And uh, and then for the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years, I have been trying to pass that back out into the world. And we have some phenomenal clients of, again, we go from the solopreneur right to the CEO of a $38 billion uh, company. That's billion with a B. So um, I, I think it all probably started. And by the way, as soon as this gets boring, just let me know and we'll change subjects. But it, it, all, yeah. Yeah. it all started, I think, when <clears throat> the, the, this first really inspirational leader on my second or third day, I talk about this a little bit in the book, but on my second or third day with the uh, with the company in this senior role, um, I came to work and there was a note on my desk, a handwritten note. This is, this is I'm ancient, right? So this was before emails and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. a handwritten note on my desk that asked me to go and see the chairman of the group. And I went to go and see the chairman of the group and he, <coughs> he, uh, he asked me whether or not I journaled, and uh, and I didn't. So I said, so I said, no, I, I don't journal. And then, with a rather quizzical look, he said, "Well, why?" And uh, I said, "Probably because I'm not a 16 year old Victorian schoolgirl." <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, Mister Darcy was mean to me today in in church. So. Um, he took that well and he said, listen, go and find eight of the most successful, no, 10 of the most successful people you can in any walk of life, in business, in any pursuit, in sports, entertainment, anything, and find out whether or not they journal and then come and see me. So I, I, I got to eight and every one of those eight did. <laughs> I thought, okay, maybe then there's something in that. And if any of your readers, audience, listeners, just Google famous people that journal, right? The list is as long as you're on, right? So, so I started, uh, I started then journaling. And when we talk to a lot of leaders today, and we ask them if they journal as part of our program, because we have a program of leadership development, which includes um, journaling. They typically say, well, we don't know what to write. We don't know when to write. We don't know how much to write. We don't know what to write about, right? So um, so we help, we help them in all of that. But basically, <clears throat> so that was my introduction to um, really great inspirational leaders who would ask me questions like, uh, I remember very clearly I was talking to a, another one of the individuals that I reported to. And he uh, he asked me, he said, hey, um, what did you learn yesterday? And I said, oh, I don't, I'm not sure I did learn anything yesterday. And he said, oh, yeah, 
You did. Something. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You just got to look for it. I said, uh, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not sure. He said, well, let me ask you this. Did you work hard yesterday? Did you earn your money yesterday? Did you try your best yesterday? And I went, oh, yeah. And he went, no, think again. Right. Okay. Uh, did I work hard yesterday? Yes, I worked hard yesterday. Um, did I earn my money today? yesterday? Yeah, I did because I did this and this and this and this and this. And th remember, this is my boss. So asking me if I earned my money yesterday, yeah. I didn't know if that was a trick question. You've got, you've got, <laughs> you've got yeah. your money. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I thought every time he asked me a question, I thought, I better be careful because the answer is probably going to be reflected in my next salary review, right? So he said to me, um, okay, well, did you try your best yesterday? And I went, yeah, Andy, I did. I tried my best yesterday. He said, no, you didn't. I said, okay. He said, look, we should all at the end of every day think, what did I learn? That's important. And then write that down so we've start remembering the lessons that we learned. How many times have you had a great idea and you've just forgotten about it and you'll never yeah. ever remember it ever again? Anyway. What you just said, uh, Antonio, it's like whenever my son gets home from school, I'll yeah. ask him, what did you do today? And you know what? Just recently he's been giving me this response that, hey, dad, I had a pretty regular day. And what do you mean by pretty regular day? What's Tell me something else. You know, I want to know how your day went and all those. So I think it's similar to what did you learn and people struggling to point out that, hey, I learned A, B, or C. So I Yeah, it's similar to that. It's similar. Let me give you a bit more steer on that, and then I'll finish that other story off. But but the my dad used to say to us, my father's Spanish, and we all and my mother was Greek, and we all so family is a big thing, especially on a Sunday, we would, even when we, the children had left and got married and we would all still go back to my father's on a Sunday for a big meal. And he would say, um, where did you fail this week? Mm. He said, well, I didn't fail anywhere this week. He said, well, that's a week missed. That's a week lost. That's a, that's because you, Mario Andretti, the race car driver said, if you're not terrified going through the corners, you're not going fast enough. So my father would be like, if you haven't failed, then you haven't been trying hard enough. So it's similar to that, but I'll add this to it as well. When you start saying to yourself, what have I learned every day? It's easy to say, well, it's just a regular day. But it's a bit like, imagine imagine you go buy a new car. Let's imagine you, you've gone to buy a new car and you buy a Volvo. So you buy a Volvo mm -hmm. and then what do you see? What car do you see? Like nearly every other car as you drive home from the dealership yeah. Is Volvo. Now, it's not because magically Volvos have just appeared. Your subconscious is now looking for things, and on its radar is Volvos because you just you sit in one, you've got the logo in front of you, and you just bought one, yeah. and you see Volvos all over the place. Yeah. So when you start asking your subconscious, what have I learned today? It actually looks for things to learn. It actually intentionally does that. So like yesterday, I was talking to... Uh, one of our leaders, and, and he said, you know, not every day is wonderful, but there is something wonderful in every day. Wow. So that's terrific. Yeah. So then I wrote that down. So it was like, what did you learn today? Because okay. my brain is on high alert for learning things. Every time I hear something and then write it down in my journal, I can learn it. And now I've just told you.
and other people will hear that. And so, right. and so it goes on. So anyway, so he said, what have you learned today? And I went, nothing. He said, did you earn your money? I said, um, yeah. He said, did you try your best? I said, yes. He said, no, you didn't. And I said, okay. He said, well, because best, best is think of the Olympic athlete who goes to train. Every day he goes to train. Every day he goes to train. Let's say it's 100 meters. And every day he runs 100 meters. Well, does every single day he get a personal best? And then the next day a personal best. And the next day a personal best. Your best is the 100-pound lady that lifts up a car to free a trapped child, right? You can't do that every day. So he said, but if every day you write down, what have I learned today? Did I earn my money today? Did I try? And the answer is whatever you've learned. The, the second answer should be yes. And he said, if there are three days on the trot when you think you haven't learned your money, earned your money, he said, come see me and I'll give you some things to do. <laughs> so, so I would then write that down. And then did I try my best today? And he said, the answer most of the time is no, which leads to a supplementary question. Well, then what could I have done more of? What could I have done less of? What should I have done? What should I have said? What shouldn't I have done? So that, did I try my best? And in the book, we talk about, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter whether you're a leader, whether you're actually the CEO, whether you're the chairman of the group, whether you're in the board, all the way down, whether you're a parent, a brother, a husband, right? If you, if you say to yourself, what was my report card for today? And if it's not A plus, then you go, okay, well, it was an A minus today. And then you go, okay, well, what could I have done more of or less of to make an A minus an A or a C plus a B minus or a B, a B plus, right? So when you're, when you, the principle of it is this, coming back to the original uh, boss who said, <clears throat> the only, he said, what have you learned today? The only advantage you have today, unless you've amassed some kind of huge wealth within the last 24 hours, the only <laughs> advantage you have today over yesterday is what you've learned, right? That's the only advantage because, and he would say, because otherwise you're just a day closer to dead. I mean, that's how he would talk, right? It's very, very blunt speaking individual. Um, he used to uh, say what he means and mean what he says, right? But he, this principle of, um, he said, look, Wisdom comes from evaluated experience, not just time served. So the journaling process then is evaluating our experience, giving ourselves a report card for the day, thinking about where our gaps were, thinking about how we, you know, what things we could have done more of or less of. And when we do that on a regular basis, just like brushing our teeth or washing our hands before a meal or the things that you instill in, in your child, the things that are just the things that you do when you start doing this on a very regular basis, well, you know, it's just 1%, 1%, 1%, sharpen the saw, sharpen the saw. It's fine, ed it's fine edges, but get better every day. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to quickly okay. touch on the journaling because I think it's going to be helpful to people. So how do you journal or what does it mean to journal? Can you just briefly uh, tell us about journaling? Yeah, I think, you know, and anybody can 
you know, do there are other search engines available. You could Google, right? You could, you know, benefits of journaling, and you will get billions with a B, billions of like pages about the benefits of journaling. So let's just accept that three billion people or three billion web pages or research notes or whatever it is about about the benefits of journaling. Let's just accept that they're right just for a minute. And there are lots of very detailed studies not least from Harvard and Princeton and stuff. So, so let's agree that there are some benefits to journaling. Um, this wisdom comes from evaluated experience, this, this getting our thoughts in order and all of that kind of stuff. So let's just assume that that's true. So then the question is, just as you've asked, is, okay, well, um, how do I do it? <laughs> what do I write about? How long? Now, like, like I said, in terms of brushing your teeth, you brush your teeth. My son said to me once, do I have to brush all of my teeth? I said, no, just the ones you want to keep, you know. But you brush your teeth every morning for five minutes and you brush your teeth every evening for five minutes. And and you would feel uncomfortable in the day if you hadn't brushed your teeth in the morning, right? You just feel just slightly not at ease with the world. And in the same way, if you didn't brush your teeth when you went to bed, you'd feel uncomfortable. Why? Because that's now your habitual behavior. So before I come on to your question, right, let me tell you how long to write. It's just five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. Well, I, one of my daughters a few weeks ago, I asked her to do a couple of things for me. And, she, and a couple of uh, days later, um, I said, what did you do over the weekend? She said, oh, I binge watched something or other right like 15 hours of something i yeah. said okay right okay she doesn't do it very often but okay and then a couple of days later i asked her if she did that thing that i'd asked her for she said oh i've been so busy i just haven't had the time right but she found time to binge watch 15 hours of some uh. full nonsense right so my point is that i don't care what you do right even if you're a heart surgeon right i imagine they're fairly busy You've got five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. So so time can't be an excuse. And by the way, it's five minutes every day in the morning and five minutes every day in the evening in the same way that you don't leave your teeth all week and on Sunday brush your teeth for an hour straight because your gums would bleed and your teeth would fall out, right? So it's just regular and little and regular and little. So that's all it needs in terms of the investment of time, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening. In our program, we even have these um, uh, We have these really nice egg timers that that's five minutes. So you turn this over and you start writing. And when the last that you stop and then in the evening you do the same. So just figure out, just put five minutes on your phone, right? So five minutes and five minutes. Now, what are you going to write? Well, that depends. If you're a, um, a leader of an organization, you might be trying to uh, improve the direction of the of the company or look after your people or whatever it is. However, uh, and if you are uh, an accountant, it might be something else. If you're an architect, it might be something else. If you're a, a mother, it might be something else. Whatever, whatever it is, there are four things that we want you to think about. Mm -hmm. and, and, and these are like the four keys to... Well, let me explain what the principle of journaling is first. Are we okay for time? Do we have five five minutes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so 
Before I tell you what to write, let's figure out why we write, <laughs> why we journal. And I've talked about wisdom comes from evaluated experience, terrific. Keep a record of things that we're learning, terrific. The only advantage we have is what we've learned, terrific. All right, we've said all of that. But what, what are we really trying to do? What we're actually trying to do is we're trying to maximize our potential. Whatever we are, whoever we are, and, and whatever our potential is. There are some people whose potential is here, and then there are some people whose potential is here. And all we're trying to do is close the gap between where they are and their potential. You probably know, Bowler, as I know, you know, we have clients who are billionaires with a B. Right. And they're really unhappy, right? Where anyone else would look at them and think, gosh, it must be so wonderful to be so successful. Here's the thing. Their potential, they believe, is up here, and they're only here. And right. so they're, they're, they're unhappy because they think there's still a lot more to be done. When most normal people would look at them and go, well, don't you have enough? But they don't measure it in things that they have. They measure it in things that they achieve, and they think they're not quite there yet. And then there are other people who they're here and the potential is here and they're real happy, right? Because they're kind of where they kind of imagined and wanted to be. So what we're trying to do with our journaling uh, program, uh, leadership development program, is we're trying to help people close that gap between their potential and where they currently are. And journaling helps us do that. Well, how? I am still answering your question, I promise, Bola. There are four main things that we think about. And we think that we close that gap in, you know, that potential gap. And remember, as a leader, we'll talk specifically about you've got to improve yourself. And then if you improve your people, that will then improve your business, improve the results, future-proof the company, and all of that good stuff. But I'm trying to keep it generic, not just to leaders at the moment. So there are four big things that we concentrate on our in our program. And if anybody goes to our website, they can download free templates of, of, of journals to, you know, to get them started because they evolve anyway. But so what does success look like in terms of that potential? Well, it lies in four main, four kind of main areas. The four main areas are none is None are more important than the other. So I'm going to go like one, two, three, four. It doesn't mean that one is most important and the fourth is the least important. Right. Equally important areas, if you like. Well, one is beliefs and values. So what are our beliefs and values? Well, our beliefs are not necessarily things that are true. They're just things that we hold to be true. And where have they come from? Because we're not born with them. We've developed them over time. And you know, and I know that we have some of us have some self-limiting beliefs. Where some of us have some beliefs that hold us that hold us back a little bit. So we've got to think about our beliefs and values. And one of the first exercises we do when we ask people to start journaling is, why don't you make a list of what your core values are? And and it's you know I often say, you look at the terrible statistics on marriages, you know, and divorce rates and stuff. And, and when you actually look into it, the reason that people get divorced, it's not because of money. It's uh, it's not because of infidelity or problems or health. It's because there's a misalignment in core values. 
And when people are aligned in their core values, they stay together forever, even though they may bicker all day, every day. And then you see some other people that never have a bad word to say about each other. Five years later, they're divorced because they didn't have, there was no congruence in core values. So number one is we we, we do a, an exercise in core values and beliefs in the journaling, and there's places for that. And again, go on our website, you can download um, a free tool that gives you all of that and it's mydailyleadership.com all right that's the first thing second thing super quick um self-awareness and emotional intelligence right the one of the main points about journaling is it helps build our self-awareness now everybody needs work with their self-awareness really quickly uh, i did a talk just before covid to about five or six hundred leaders and i said okay hands up here who has no leadership blind spots. And thankfully, nobody put their hand up. And I said, okay, great. So we all know we've got some leadership blind spots. We all know we've got some blind spots. Terrific. Write them down. And everybody goes, well, I don't know what they are. If they knew what they were, they wouldn't be blind spots, right? Yeah. So we work on self-awareness and emotional intelligence in journaling. Next, so if we've got our beliefs and values, we've got good self-awareness and emotional intelligence so we can recognize what gaps we need to close. That comes from the self-awareness. Then we've got to figure out about our behaviors and initiatives because you can't just think your way to success. You actually have to do something, right? So what are our actions and initiatives? Are they positive and driving us in the right direction or not? And then the last thing is skills and, and, and abilities. How do we close the skills gap and the abilities gap? If we're thinking about beliefs and values, self-awareness and emotional intelligence, skills and abilities, behaviors and initiatives, if we figure all of that out, and the journal is the place to do it by following a guided process, then we'll close that potential gap. Make sense? Uh, absolutely. So I completely get the idea of closing that gap. And uh, I like the four steps or four areas. So that's yeah. uh, very important. So as we are going to wrap it up, uh, Antonio, where can my listeners find you? Okay, so yeah, real easy. Um, if anybody, and, by, and genuinely, Bola, if anybody wants to uh, find the book, it's easy on Amazon, just My Daily Leadership. If anybody wants to send me an email, Antonio at My Daily Leadership, I promise somebody will get that to me and, and I'll get back to them. If, uh, if anybody wants to go and have a look at our website, lots of free tools uh, there to, to help people get started. Um, it's www.mydailyleadership.com. And in the book, we give you loads and loads of different templates of journals to have a look. And you can even download the audio book because I dictate, I, I narrated it myself. So just My Daily Leadership will take you where you need to be. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Antonio. And there you have it, guys. My Daily Leadership, a powerful roadmap for leadership success, uh, written by Antonio Garrido. Thank you, Antonio, for coming to the show. We thoroughly enjoy our time with you. And uh, I talk a lot. I'll look forward to having you again because I'm mm -hmm. passionate about leadership. So I would like to connect with you again to see, to continue this conversation. I, it's important. Let me know. I'll be back. I for sure will come back. Thank you, Bola. Thank, Thank you, everybody. You. All right.